listeners, this is the Perfect Ten Podcast. I'm Lana Turner, and sitting next to me today is Chris Cope. Did I say it right? I always am afraid I'm going to mess up your last name. Cope. Yes. And it's perfect. It is perfect. How are you? I'm next to you. I'm amazing. Oh, see? That's the thing. That's the thing I want to talk to you about. You're like the sweet, charismatic dude, and you're like a big dude, so you remind me of another big dude. Whenever I see you, <laughs> you know, you're just, funny. no, you've got this sort of like confidence and swagger that, um, and you're a really funny comedian. Well, thank you. And you're a big man, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I tend to, being funny, that's what separates, that's what gives me the confidence. I'm quick enough to talk my way in and out of situations, mm-hmm. you know. Do you and... talk your way into like getting women a lot? Like yeah. are, you can talk your, I can talk. Absolutely. Are you like, kidding? I was going to say it's, pussy, but it was just, yeah. Eh, just what? a dirty term. Yeah. Yeah. I find that girls don't like it. So if you don't have the word in your lexicon, there's no point in, uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. you know, it's unnecessary. Well, Nikki told me a story though. Maybe you uh, should say it. Like, what story? No, <laughs> she just what said story that, that when we you just start see talking her, about... that you ask her, you say, will you marry me? Right. Or something oh, you want yeah. me to marry you. Okay. How many, how much drugs were we doing? That's term, true. That's true. Yeah, we neither one of us are sober together. Yeah, usually we're not sober. Yeah, so who I asked. I don't want to make this about me though. I don't. I no, don't. no, I'm not trying to make it yeah, about you. But please. I just found that so. So there was only a one-time thing. It was just like a goof, or was this something that you do? Do you be like, like go up to a pretty like a girl that you like and be like, one day you're gonna be my bride? Or, not everybody. But you do that. That's kind of a line. Not. I mean, not consistently. Like I've said it maybe fifteen times in my life. Do you fall in love quickly? Like oh, you feel- no. Are you kidding? I fall. Oh. I can't really? fall in love quickly. It's such an investment for me that like I, I have like a checklist a mile long. I don't say a checklist, but like it just has to feel right, and then it's got to feel right for a while before it you know turns into something like that. Because I think love is a very strong thing. It's a very strong bond, and. It's not formed easily and it's not broken easily, you know? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> it takes a long time to form, but I think sometimes people can break up very quickly. Oh, I agree. That I mean, well, yeah, because, I mean, you have all this history, so it's like every moment's been working together up to the end moment, and it just happened to be there. I don't know. That's interesting. So so when you were saying that, you guys were, were pretty wasted. Is that, that was it? <laughs> yeah, we were having a good, fun night. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, Okay. I didn't know. I just I thought you were only into pot. I Sometimes I like to cut loose. Oh. I do like to like just. Oh, be I would careful, say, Chris. You're a big I, guy. That's no, not I, good on you. I understand it's not good. I just. Uh, but it's good. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to not be in the like myself and just not be in the room and not be in, in anywhere just to be completely gone. Got it. It's nice. I don't like to go in the woods. You know, I don't fish. <laughs> I don't do yoga. Once every X amount of months, I decide to you know party hard, stay up all night, and okay, yeah, that's uh, okay. That's co- I get it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I you know why I'm, not? I'm very boring otherwise. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Especially since my I mean, when you met me first, I was met you, where were we when I Green, met no, you? No, I know exactly where it's at. Greensboro, yes. North Carolina. It the reason was why was I headlining or was yeah. I I remember I was and and you were so, were you my feature opener? I you was were, your feature. Yeah. The reason why so I remember was that was the first uh show I did since my aneurysm. You had an aneurysm? 
Yeah, you don't I remember, remember that. I remember yeah, you saying that. Yeah, the whole week you, almost, you were just like, I was, like kid gloves me, like, are you doing okay? Are you doing okay? Wait, how You're very we, nurturing. I was very nervous for myself that week because that was really early on in my opportunity to headline. And that club so, is just not easy on people at all in any way. It's a hard room, so you got to be very focused and ready to do it. And I yeah. was nervous. But I do remember, was that before Ralph had his aneurysm? I think it was. Is that what he had? Yeah. Where did he have Where did you have yours? Ascending, aortic. Oh God! Are you on where... blood thinners? Yeah, forever. Uh, until Probably. I lose enough weight to drop the the because if I lose enough weight, the, the my blood pressure naturally will bottom out with the medicine. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like I'm working towards to get them both to where I can just get off the medicine. Mm-hmm. I they, know they they've shown like uh, extended periods of time taking this medicine can damage your liver. Which medicine is it? I take lisinopril and Coreg. Okay. Oh, dude. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, those clots are fucking scary. That's actually what changed my my relationship forever because when I watched somebody, when you watch somebody you love so much nearly die, it kind of becomes like no holds bar. You better fucking get better now. You got to lose the weight because you don't want to watch somebody oh, absolutely. do that. I mean, I used those to... clots are scary. Where did you pass your clot? Where were, were you in a safe place? Like No, I was in a hotel room about to do another. Uh, you ever did Harrisburg for the zone? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's where I had my aneurysm. Ugh. Ugh is right. That place was terrible. Um, How old were you when you had an aneurysm? 27. And what do you, is that just a genetic thing or was it weight I related? Think it was, the, way I, the way I was, uh, the way the doctor easily explained it was a weak engine, heavy foot. I was pushing myself. And the thing is, uh, I've never, like it wasn't drug related. It was just like living very hard in the sense of pushing my body, not sleeping a lot, he- relying heavily on caffeine, and just a very poor diet, and there you go. Yeah, catches up to you. Wow, so that's scary shit. Yeah, I remember that. I remember meeting you, and you're just so sweet. Yeah, I was scared for you. That's- <laughs> you want to see my really gross scar? Yeah, no, I think you showed me. I show time. everyone. Yeah. I show it on stage. Yeah, oh, it's insane. Well, God. So, I mean, what we actually wanted to talk to you about was game, though, because you have mad game. I really think you do because of the confidence. Like a big guy, maybe also nearly yeah. losing your life you also know what, puts uh, it on the line too. What well, do you think? You're not as afraid to be rejected, but the biggest thing, and I, this is going to sound so like I'm just playing to women, but ultimately I think I respect women. And I think that comes out in everything I do and say when it comes to how I interact with women. So I think it just like subconsciously they're, they're cool. Like I can just, they find me more appealing just because after you get to know me, you're just like, this guy's not a prick. I'm mm. not a prick. I'm not like, you know, you, you'll talk to me in 10 different situations and I'll give you the same answer. to You know what I mean? Mm. I am who I am. And I'm not like just that guy that puts on a show for X number of days until I'm just like, I'm too lazy to be anybody different. Interesting. So for guys who are listening who might not feel like they have game, why don't you walk us through what it looks like if you, because I mean, like initially women are kind of geared towards not being into big dudes, which, you know, for me, similar reaction. I met somebody who I felt very safe with at the time and uh, was really crazy about because of who, just like what you said, because it's like you do emit this like wonderful thing. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, My birthday was like two days ago. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. And some people wrote like incredibly sweet things. Mm. Like, and I was just like, well, I can never be upset at myself. Like you can like... you know you have that like that sometimes you have that moments of self loathing or self pity. And then you read stuff like that and you're like, Don't you dare feel that way. 
because you don't deserve it because you you shouldn't because you have all these people that love you so how do you love yourself yeah you kidding you have to i do love myself and i'm very fortunate to be in my situation even through all the things that i've kind of been through it's i still wouldn't change any second of it for now or for then you know so walk us through, like somebody who needs that confidence. I mean, first you got to know the woman's interested in you. I think I think you have to have that spark initially because if she's not into you, you're not going to talk your way into. But how do you know? I mean, like I she I smiles, def- she touches your elbow. There's things that you guys do. Everybody, there's tells, man. There's just little tells uh, when a woman just changes her position and when she's talking to you at a bar, if she's facing you. I think that you know, that could be very of... misleading. <laughs> no, it's true. Hey, but... she's facing me. She no, wants but she's, me. <laughs> no, no, but it's a hundred things all coming in. It, it's not one specific thing that gives you a tell. It's Now I'm things. wondering how I'm holding my body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's positions of like, I mean, uh, you, like this. Like, this is a, a pensive, doesn't, you know, and if she's open, if she's, ta- if she's talking to you, that's the number one thing she's into you. If she's going to keep a conversation with you. And if you can keep... Well, really, any woman then would be a possible person that you could get because... Yeah, if you've looked at the women... Uh, this is not a great way of saying it. If you've looked at like, the, the spectrum of women that I've been with, it's a horrible way of saying that, but been with, I mean, it ranges. I mean, a rainbow. It's, you know... From what do you mean by rainbow? Like from... Four foot tall black chick to a six foot one Amazonian chick. Like, I mean, different women that I've... And it's... I find beauty in everything. You can find beauty in everything if you just know how to look. And... Well, that's one way for giving somebody advice for how to get a woman is... Don't be picky. <laughs> you can... I mean, it's not like... I mean, yeah, I mean... If you can get her, you can come. I'm sorry, that was bad. But, right? <laughs> if... No, cool. but I mean, it's it's true, though. If you can, you know, and who cares? Like, if you're like, oh, well, I just want a girl like this between the... Quit sending parameters. Just go out there and meet people, and you never know who you're going to find and enjoy. And if you strike up a romantic chemistry or a sexual chemistry, great. You know, just... And talk... When you talk to them, actually listen to what they're saying. Ask questions about their life. You know, most people just like to be indulged in themselves. Mm. You know, so I'm talking, if I'm talking to a woman, I ask questions Say about that them. again, I was thinking about me. I know, Sorry. I know. <laughs> Just in a mirror with looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, it looks so good today. Oh. Where's the guitar? I thought we were going to listen to... You want me to play some music for you? Uh, yes, <laughs> I, would, I love listening to you, you're fun. Well, you have to come see a show. I'm not. Play- Wouldn't that be obnoxious if on my podcast it's just me all the you time what I just playing wrote? songs? Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. If you throw in some country every like third song, I would be down. I have a CD though that I'm making right now, a new a new album. I'm okay. so blessed. Like, it's- is that what it's called? No, oh. it could be. No, it's it's really good. I'm really proud of it. Like, it's my best shit that I've ever done. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm really excited. It's very, very good. And I have an amazing producer, this guy Norman Arnold, who's like he was worked for Warner Brothers Records for oh, years wow. and years. He's like the real deal and he's producing it for me. It's like, yeah, I'm super Top excited. Top notch. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's going to be cool. That's good for you, dude. So yeah, so I don't need to, I'll play it on here for you guys when I get it done song by song. Just share it. But like, that's a few months off. Are so. she allowed to talk? Yes. Nikki can talk anytime she <laughs> okay. wants. Okay. I think she's just sitting behind little... me. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So when, when, uh, when he, when he kind of like was making the moves with you, he doesn't really. We're just really good friends. Would you? So then it's like we're good friends. So he was like, you know, we might as well. We're such good friends. So mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, yeah. And then I was like, really felt. I just quit my job and I felt very vulnerable. And he's like, well, why don't we just like get married or something? I was like. I think we should. And then I called and my were, parents. And they were upset. And they were like freaking out at me. Oh, you actually called them to see and if I was you like, could maybe get married? I'll, I think I might marry my friend Chris. And and they were like, Ser- oh, no, so, Wait, no. wait. I thought this wasn't like a serious thing. You actually told your mom? 
Oh yeah, and then I told, and he was like, "Well, I mean, it was you know, we, we like I was serious, but what I'm saying is like." When she asked her parents, that was the kibosh on things. I know. And my parents <laughs> were like, you can't just marry somebody. You just can't run off and marry someone. And I was like, oh, you don't well, understand. I, I wish I was there because I would have snatched phone. I'm not someone. I was on laughs on fucks, you bitch. <laughs> I, know. I don't know where you. I'm, <laughs> I'm Chris so. Cope, goddammit. And he does. And he yeah, actually. I don't want to say that. Chris yeah. does give some of the best advice. And oh, oh, I thought he was going to say something else. I no. do too. I was like, <laughs> do I? No, no. Like <laughs> the you, best. Advice. advice. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid ass. I have pause. a feeling though that uh, and snappy, like the snappy comebacks are are pretty. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I know oh, that. It's always on. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, you ladies can maybe back up my statement of this or argue it. Uh, when it comes again to talking to women, being clever and being funny, women are attracted to intelligence. They're attracted mm-hmm. to a guy that can hold a conversation with them. You talk to most dudes, like, "How's your day? Good." And that's the that's the extent of how much they want to communicate. Mm. I'm the exact opposite. I want to talk. I want to get to know you because, for me, the more I get to know you, the more I can figure out how to bed you. Oh, it's pieces to a puddle. I mean, I was a sociology major in college. Pieces to a puddle, even puzzles. Puzzle. It's gonna be a puddle. It's gonna be a puddle at the end. I can promise you that. (laughs) Where you squirt is that. I think because we're both um, inappropriate. I think Chris, because we're both totally appropriate. We're We're both super sensitive. Aww. Oh yeah, oh. I am. That's but I hide it very well. I I, do. uh, I don't think you do. I can tell that you're a tender heart. No, I am. But I'm saying, oh no, when I get upset, like if I get like if uh, if I get butt hurt, oh, I tend to go away and just like passive about it. Just well, no, I mean if it's okay, some things will butt hurt me that I shouldn't be butt hurt about, but I can't help that I'm butt hurt. You know what I mean? So it's like instead of ranting and raving about it on social media, I just go, just go take a day to yourself and just get over your bullshit. Mm. You know, because sometimes it's on me. It's my reaction to something that I'm having the reaction and there, there's no reason why I should be feeling this way, but I am and you can't deny your feelings. Mm-hmm. So you just put a hole in the wall or smoke a bowl or something or, you know, go outside and jog. I don't, I don't think you're jogging. <laughs> sometimes there was a dog did chasing. You, did you try jogging? No, I walk. That's good. I almost walked here. It was just far enough for me not to walk. Oh. I live on Fountain and Gower. Oh, that's kind of far. That would have been a long walk. Oh. Yeah, well, because, and also I didn't get the correct address. Uh, <laughs> what? She gave me the wrong address. Oh, I'm glad you didn't walk, then you would yeah. never have made it. No, I know. I didn't have a Zanku chicken, but that wasn't because I heard. <laughs> oh, my God, I want that for dinner now. Yeah. Do you like, <laughs> oh, I, well, because uh, if I have no groceries and I don't have time to go grocery shopping, but when I go to Zanku, I just get a big old thing of chicken. I don't get any sides, no bread, just, just the straight protein. I love it. Oh, it always fascinates me how overweight people think they are eating healthy when they just eat like chicken or something. I love chicken. It just simplifies it for them, but it's really not the I'd right still, way to eat. I just don't want it though. Just eat a chicken. <laughs> chicken tarna? You eat like a half a cup of chicken tarna. It's delicious. I'll go. I like that. Sounds good. So, okay. I want to ask Back you to... about, well, no, about the love thing. Cause you said that, that it's really hard for you to actually, so it's more superficial than when you're just like, making the connection but the, the love part that i mean that takes time that you know that that's what it is it just takes time i think if you can be infatuated but like love should take a long time you know the mm-hmm. whole love at first sight i think it's infatuation mm-hmm. you know i think it's a lust they say it's like a two-year thing like you should be with your partner before you get married for at least two years because your brain, there's like all the chemicals in your brain that are just rapid firing and telling you this is it. And then two years in, or not even two years in, your brain's like calms down and gets into this other mode, right? Yeah. I recently had, uh, I was up in Montana and 
I met this young lady and we hit it off. We, you know, the first night we met, we hooked up or whatever, and then we kind of had this, I call it, it's a modern day pen pal. You basically text every day, you know? Mm -hmm. And things were good, you know? I was excited about the whole thing, and then she came to visit, and I was like, this is not, you're not what I want at all in a partner. What what was the difference? They weren't in Montana. Was it a triple run? No. What was other uh, for Big Sky? What's Big Sky? Uh, I won the Big Sky Comedy Festival. Oh, congratulations. In October, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been, I mean, every good thing that's happened to me in the last four months is because of that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's, I mean, the festival itself is amazing. There's, I mean, the judges from, uh, or the bookers from Conan, Fallon, uh, I got signed with Rain commercially, that helps. Uh, I got in with the Comedy and Magic Club. Nice. Down Hermosa. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of cool stuff. And it's like, now that I have that, that credit helps a lot with other stuff. Right on. But, uh, cool. Back cool. to the girl. Sorry I offended with the Trouble Run shit. Oh, but no. But that's, that's no, how you, you know get the pussy, funny? though. Do you you know don't what's... get a pussy. Like, you have pussy off the Trouble Run. That's like. You know what's funny? He was he was there. He's one of the judges. Was he? Yeah. You know, I, I actually really, you know, I did like four Trouble Runs earlier. By the way, for those of you, like, like the Trouble Run is the, the quit. Yeah, let's say the quintessential, like, shit gig. Like, literally. It's the, like you're doing Oregon, Nevada, but back I mean, to Oregon. You're performing in hotel lobbies. You're performing in bowling alleys, skating rinks, like wherever they can put a gig. I've never in these done small one. Towns. I've just never wanted to do. I there was enough of those in the South, right? To where it's like, I listen. I've driven a ton of times for no money and shit. Right. Time. Like That's I, the, it's the same thing. Only I think with the it's, triple, it's just so known as being like the. I mean, well, no, the, the they're the furthest because like I've done some far drives, but like oh yeah, his shit is legitimately like one night you're in Oregon, the next night you're in Nevada, and the right. next night you're back in Oregon, and it's like. Dude, I just did 12,000 miles. Right. You, you drive know? so much. And then when you get to where you're going, often the hotels are just... I mean, I, I, there was one night where I stayed in one of those rooms that have the the vibrating bed. Nice. The so there was a carpet. positive. And well, that was kind of cool, <laughs> except there was a bunch of guys. There was like three or four men staying in the room next to me who um, had just like... Uh, clearly, they had just gotten out of prison. I mean, it was like no question. They were just straight up. And they spent the entire time banging on the walls and they were trying to make and my dog was with me thank god because he was like scary barker and he'd bark at them and like i i was so i didn't sleep the whole night i was so scared like yeah have you you've met him triple yeah yeah so i I actually really like him he's a sweet guy yeah but you know it's funny he looks like his run (laughs) what do you mean he's got he's missing two fingers on one hand half his face is a little burnt like he looks like a triple run he he's like you look you the physical embodiment of a shit triple run i it's been so many years since i met him he looked like maybe he had more fingers and maybe you know i i'm sorry those things happened to him but it's like dude you look like what you're selling you know hilarious i don't remember that i just remember that i had to um send him headshots and i didn't have enough of them with me I, and so I had to pay the printing fees to print new headshots, and it was ridiculous. It was like a dollar something per headshot for him to print them for me, and I was pissed because I wasn't making any money hardly at all. So It's like you're already gouging me. Yeah, and you're making money off of me, like off of my own stuff. Like just print them at cost, and I'll, I'll pay for that. Or nothing, because nobody's going to show the fuck up. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I know. Like, I, if my ego's not suffered on this, then just no, get the yeah, fuck don't over worry it. about it. Like nobody knows, or just photocopy it. Yeah, ten dude. cents, man. Or just tell the two people showed up. Hey, this is Lana Turner. Yeah, exactly. But the gigs were so good though, because you kind of like 
learn how to how to do any situation. Oh no, I mean yeah, that's the good thing about like you do a ton of shit on the comedy gigs. That's yeah. why a lot of comics in LA like you see them fold in bad shows, and I'm like, shit, man, I've done this a thousand times. Right, this ain't nothing to me. Um, back to the girl. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, I just didn't. Uh, it just wasn't clicking. It was a sex. It was a one night stand that progressed to pen pals, and I enjoyed her. I thought she was great. <clears throat> It's just like I thought she was a little more white trash, and that's something for me to say because I am pretty. Well, you wanted her to be white trash, or no? I just she thought was... she was a little too white trash when she came here. Well, we, we she flew down for a conference, and we went to Disneyland, and we spent three days together, and it was just like by the end of it, I was like, I don't want to date you. I don't want this to go any so further. So how did you end it? Just... I waited till she got back, and I f- called her. Just said no. And just yeah, dude. Just you know. Oh, was she sad? Oh my oh. god! For like for like a week on Facebook, it was just blah blah. I'm gonna drink you away. Go fuck yourself. Like we barely, we weren't even dating. Oh, get over. See, it. you got it, dude. It's like a 72 hour thing, and then she's like, dude, you get shit faced one night. You set a picture of me on fire, and then you move on. You know, it's, I don't. You broke her little heart. All that she sweet talk. She was tiny as shit, too. What do you mean? Oh, like a skinny girl. Yeah. Oh, I can show. I mean, I, can, I can't show you any pictures. Uh, they're all gross. Um, <laughs> they're all nudes. Uh, really? Yeah. So she was super hot then, too, for you. What you think? I mean, I, I can. I, listen, I can show you my phone and just let you kind of rate her among the other. All right. Oh, that's fine. Why not? Um, rate her. Do you have like pictures of a bunch of different girls on your phone? or? Just... Yeah, there's an app called Keepsafe. No kidding. Yep. I've never heard of this. I haven't heard of this either. Yeah, because you're not men. So what do you do? You keep pictures of women that you... Yeah, and I can lock it. You can't get in there. Oh. It's different from... You have to get through two so passwords. pictures of women that you... Trust issues. See, you know what? Yeah, I, I just think it's really hard to trust anyone. Because, like, guys are so... Mm. <laughs> it just goes like this for about... Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see this. Hold Here, that's on. That's her. That's her. Wait. But the first one was just a straight up... It was her butt. Yeah. But she took these pictures and sent them to you? Yeah. A lot of girls do that. Wow, this is a whole new world. We were we were just talking about this before, Nikki. Like women just sharing these pictures, and she well, she's really tatted up. That's also another. No, she's a drummer. Oh, Um, that's another thing. She's cool. The other thing I didn't like was the tattoos were just shitty. She's so hot though. She got them in jail. No, they were done well. They just I don't like crappy like no point tattoos. Yeah, she's got like a lot of writing on her. Yeah, that's another girl. Oh, she's get oh that's a different one. Another girl. Wow, these girls are hot. Another girl. That girl's not. That was a bad photo. Well, that those are those. That's not a good position she's in. But what you got? These are fucking really hot women. Chris, what do you want? What do you want from me? Some of those actually know. You know what? Some of those are people you might know. So never mind. Really? Yeah. I have never sent a. A naked picture. Don't, 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 because guys don't. Will Ladies, keep don't. Them. We show all of our friends, all males. I'm not saying I do this, but I've had guys go, you want to see my photos? Like, it's like a So you have it's an like app called tree. Keepsake where you keep all the pictures of women that you've banged or have sent you photos yes. in there. Mm-hmm. And then, and so that way, if you are seeing somebody, that girl will never know that you have all these images of these women. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't been in such a, I mean, since I've gotten this app and uh, these pictures have been over the years, but- um, you know, it's really just for masturbation. It's not necessarily something I brag about or show. I'll show them to women because it's an anatomy book to you guys. You know? I feel like my soul's kind of crushing inside myself right now. Because <laughs> it's just like an insight into like the male psyche and probably why my life has been so <laughs> fucked up lately. I'm sorry. But no, I don't know. Who knows what what is inside people's like 
what they're what's going on. That's another on. reason why women like me is because I'm honest and I'm open. It's like if you like this, cool. If you don't, so you're not getting lied to. So, what point do you to. tell them that you've got an app with all these pictures? Well, now you're telling people, but I don't care. Yeah. Uh, it's n- called Keep Safe. Yeah, it's Keep Safe. Is there like an app? Is there an icon badge? Yeah, it looks like a castle. What does that mean? What's an icon badge? Like when you look, you know, it's like the. You little... search for it. It's got a picture of a castle. Because little... then, so if you looked on someone's phone, if, like a dude's phone, you could see it then. Do you know what I mean? Like their app. Yeah, but guy, yeah, but you can. I think you can hide apps on your phone. You can bury. Yeah, you can. You, you can, can bury an app somewhere. You can bury it in a folder somewhere. Yeah, there are ways to be super sly and do things. I mean, I and that's not sly. It's order... right there. I put. I have a password on it just so I can protect other people going through my phone. But I think you have to know and it even exists to even be able to find it. I mean, I would have no idea what goes on inside somebody's. You want to hear something funny? I did. But show... I don't think there's anything wrong with it. These women gave uh, you their pictures. No, for sure. And I mean, you know, I don't post them on the internet. I don't show. Right. You know, the funny thing is. Uh, Randomly, I was uh, at a bar, and only because I was a little lit, I uh, struck up a conversation with this woman, and I ended up showing her my photos. And because she had the same reaction you did, she goes, "These are all good-looking women." Yeah. I ended up sleeping with her because, like, she was just like, "Well, I can't be so picky. Look what he's pulling in." You know what I mean? And it's just like wow. she had that kind of attitude of like, "I guess." But you do. Those women are gorgeous. So you have that game. I'm I knew you that did. Hilarious. But mm. I knew you did have that ability to. Don't act like a prick. Make them come. Be funny. That's it. That's it. What else do you need? Pay for dinner. Yeah. What's that? Oh, be a no. That, that, be a gentleman. Ju- be a gentleman. Of course. Hold the door. All the things that. Yeah. You are ladies. You guys. I treat you as an equal, but you're special. You smell better. You're <laughs> nicer. You're softer. You deserve that. You know. I, I, that's, I was raised by a woman, so I'm very, you know, I think I'm a feminist deep down, um, you know, like not deep down. I, 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 I like equality just across the board, just because it's good for competition. If I beat you and someone gave you help, it wasn't a, it's a sour taste in my mouth. Interesting. Yeah. I want everyone to be equal just so they can all have an easy, you know, it's all the same way. Interesting. Well, I love it. Thank you for sharing, man. I knew that you had mad game. <laughs> I, I could tell. You just Dude, that weekend we worked together, I hooked up with a chick. Really? Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure you all the time. Because you were married at the time. Oh, is that why? No, no, of course not. <laughs> I'm a professional. I would never. All the way sub like three female comics my entire 12 years on stand-up. I never would have been with a comedian. It just wasn't my, I didn't think that that was the way to do it. Yeah, you picked a hell of a one. Well, he wasn't successful when I met him. No, I, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, of all the guys, of all the comedians you did end up with, you know what I'm saying? With what? Like, I'm saying, like, uh, out of all the like of all the comics that have happened, you, I mean, he's one of the big ones. You know what I mean? It's just random how it happened like that, you know? Well, he got successful for a variety of reasons. Because he had a great woman behind him. You know, you couldn't see the woman behind him, but there was definitely... I was very supportive, but don't say that to him now. He doesn't think so. So, whatever. It's cool. We'll get through it. That's a... Yeah. I'm sorry about all that. Oh, it sucks. No, it but sucks. I, yeah, it's... But, but I see a lot of you guys, like early on, you're very similar. He's very confident, handsome, smart, funny, and very, at the time, respectful and loving. And I fell madly in love. And it didn't matter How the old size. was he when he had his his pulmonary? What age was he at? Oh, God, that was four years ago. And he was 39-ish. And it was the fucking worst night of my life. Oh, I could imagine. I mean, when I read about it, I was like, there's no way he's pulling that out. Like, He like, got so close to death. So did I. I mean, and I thought, like, how close I got. It was like, he was, you know, he 
that had way more, way more than me. And it was just like, oh my God. Because I mean, I had a 20% chance. Like 85% of the people that have what I have died within the first 15 he minutes. had about, at the time it was like a 10% chance. 10, I mean, they couldn't even put it, like I watched the clock go through his lungs and I watched him stop breathing and I watched his eyes twitch. And I thought, oh God. He's gone. Like the only other time I've seen anybody's eyes do what he did was when I held my cat and my cat died because the pupils shake and then they, and then they um, dilate and the life leaves the the body, and I watched his pupils shake and start to expand, like go, expand and contract because he got no breath, and it was terrifying. And then we and then he pulled through that night. He struggled for every single breath. He couldn't. Um, he he just he was such a fighter like he's he's badass and he made it through that week and then it was like a two and a half month recovery only two and a half months i was shit i was i mean do they have to crack him at all crack him crack his chest in any way or do they god no yeah that's i think what took me six months because they completely split my chest open you know things sat open that far and they broke the ribs and all that jazz the guy um who came in? We, you know, he was in the ICU unit when he passed the clot because he'd had pneumonia. And he, when he came in with pneumonia, he his oxygenation level was so low. It's that funny because I had his fingers a... or and toes were gray. They had they weren't even blue anymore. And um, for I, no circulation, he had no oxygen. Jesus. And his sister came, and I believe his sister saved his life because she was an RN, and she lived in Orlando. He was in Tampa. She walked in and she was like, is he on a heparin drip? And he was not. This was 13 hours before the clot passed. And so they, she goes, well, we need to get him on a heparin drip immediately. And so the nurse came in to do it. And she asked, she stopped him and she goes, how long have you been doing this? Putting the, um, it's like a stint or whatever so that they can, I forget what it's called. Is it a stint that they put in so that they can put all the, all the yeah. antibiotic and everything. Yeah. It's the permanent catheter. Yeah, no, yeah. Stin is something inside. Is it catheter? Your catheter goes. Is it? It goes in the blood vessel. Yeah. But basically, you probably know at your size, you only get one shot to get that into your body because it's hard to find a vein on a large person. Oh yeah, I, I whenever I have to give blood, I do it with the front of my hand. Yeah. Because because they can't find the veins. Yeah, and, and I hate that lady's like, oh, I can try again. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, I like because they go, uh, oh, but it'll hurt more. I'm like, you know what hurts less? Four fucking times stabbing me. Just stab me once in the hand and we'll get it over with. Yep. I just squeeze a ball and get a, you know. Well, with him, thank God she was there because you only get really one shot. She said, you know, technically you could have two because you have two arms, but, you know, I guess it's two shots. I don't know. But she was saying it's really a, it's do or die. And so she sent that nurse out of the room and said, I want the head nurse to administer this for him. And so they wait, we waited about 10, 20 minutes and the, chief of the nursing staff came in and put the the thing in his arm and they immediately put him on heparin and uh which is the blood thinner and then it was probably 12 13 hours later they transferred him to icu unit and the act of moving him from the table to the other table he passed the clot and i was i was about to leave because he looked so well at this point he he seemed happy and i just kind of lingered around lingered around i didn't just i just didn't want to leave him and all of a sudden, everything just lit up in the room. He went, <gasps> and couldn't, air couldn't come in or out. Wow. And then four years later, 10 hospitalizations. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, luckily I haven't been back. I mean, I, I've been, I've kind of fallen ever, you know, outside of like losing a lot more weight, which I'm working on. It's, LA has been great for my career and shit for my health. Oh no. 
Why? Hat money, trying to survive, trying to do every single thing at once. But, I mean, L.A. is a pretty healthy place. No, it's yeah. not. No? I mean, no, but if you don't make enough money to fucking eat well. I guess, though, so, yeah. If you don't have enough time in your day. To actually go and... To uh, cook. But the weather's nice, and you could walk, like... What time, though? Like, I mean, right. honestly... Because like, you're struggling so hard just to survive. I mean, well, because the thing is, oh, if I just had a job, it'd be great. Right. Because I get off work at 5 o'clock, and I could go to the gym every night, and then go home and sit on my ass for three hours and watch TV, but I can't. I get done with work, and then I go out to the clubs, and then I do shows. And I do everything else, and then it's like, okay, get home at midnight, back up at 6.30. So it's just, and I'm just, and now that things are becoming more successful in my career, I'm, I'm able to jettison some of these jo- jobs, and I'm work. My, my biggest goal right now is to get rid of my day jobs so I can reschedule, like restructure my entire life around being healthier. Because there's no point in being successful if it's going to fucking cost me more like down the road. I don't want to develop diabetes. I don't want to develop any of this shit. I'm so sick of just that fear of what's going to happen next. Am I going to go up a flight of stairs and keel over? Yeah. Like, fuck. I cannot live like that. Yeah. I want to live long enough to buy a 3D heart. <laughs> you know, I think that, um, I, I mean, I hate, I'm not an expert at all, but I've been around a lot of stuff. I mean, when obesity, I, I can't get obese. Like I could get, I can put on weight, I can get heavier, but my body and my, just, it just can't happen. Um, so there's a deeper issue than just going to a gym or just dieting or whatever. It's it's something else and it could be, um, it could be something medical or it could be, something psychological but it's always it to be so big that you have to worry about whether you're going to kill over because that's yeah i I mean it's good that you acknowledge that though the fact that you have that dude how many times i've not slept an entire night of not sleeping because i'm freaked the fuck out about things really you know and it's like this is some heavy shit, Chris. We just wanted to talk pussy. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about it. But no, I mean, but it's the truth though. Like there's, you know, and I mean, I would say it's gotten much better in the recent months, but it's like, it's still in the forefront of my thoughts. And like, you know, now the, I'm, the embolism is, or just, no, no, no. I mean, I, I went to a doctor recently. I'm, I'm good. As long, I mean, you know, everything, all the stuff is fine. I just got to get where I can drop more weight. And like I said, since October, the money, my money's changed in my life. So I'm, I'm not, having to push myself as hard with my jobs so I can afford. And now I'm able to walk two more days a week and I'm able to cook like batch cook healthier stuff. And you know, no, well, I mean, look, it's just little by little. It's just little by little. You just change out the negative with the positive And you know, you look back in a month and it's like, I've made all these changes and I just want to keep doing it. I just want to keep every month. I want something new in terms of health. Well, people make changes and and get better all the time, and I always I always marvel at what it is that gives people that spark. Like there was this guy that lived with us many years ago, Sean Anderson. You can look him up. He's now a health and fitness guy, but at the time we called him the double wide male because he moved into our house and was bigger than Ralphie, and and it was just like holy shit, like this guy. And he was so sick when he lived with us. Like he would hide in his car and eat Del Taco, and he would eat a gallon of ice cream in a sitting. I mean, he was really, really sick. And he 
he's no longer doing stand-up, but he's like a spokesperson. He weighs like a buck fifty, and he's an inspirational speaker for weight loss. And oh, he great. says he just caught his snap or his spark, and just and he just did it. And so Google Sean Anderson because he's like amazing. And I always wondered what it was that made him catch his snap like that. I I don't know what it is why some people just clicking with it and they don't but i did have a very good friend another wonderful person you guys can look up it's like junkies man it's like people got addiction problems some people beat it and some people don't well you said a key word junkie no addiction yeah i mean it's without a doubt like oh absolutely i mean it's a uh, fix. there's people like there's people that i'm like in my in my inner circle of my life or my life that i know i'm like guys got problems and i'm like what the fuck do i right you know like What's the difference? Between, what's the difference? To, you know, going to Jack in the Box four times in the week and shooting up heroin. Well, it's not actually because there's brain scans that show that when you have food addiction, you get the same high as somebody who shoots up heroin. Your brain exactly it's, reacts the same way. It's the same, but just, it's harder because it's food and you can't get away from food. No, it's you know what? It's it's harder than someone's an alcoholic versus a heroin addict because alcohol's everywhere. It's mm -hmm. that same thing. It's just like your accessibility to it, and the thing going back to the jobs. You know, I, it's, it, I gotta, you know, less excuses, more results is my attitude for my attitude that's been this year of just like, you know what? You may not have the time, but you're going to have to, you know, when you're laying on the ground, clutching your fucking chest, begging God to live for another time. Is that what it was when you had the embolism for you? My aneurysm? Uh, I mean, and, and. I thought you said an embolism. Aneurysm is in the brain. No, isn't you can it? have it. You can. That's why I'm like I'm gonna do my bit. You can <laughs> have it in your head, your chest, and your stomach. I have okay. mine in my ascending. I got this one over here. Oh gosh, that's it. Here. You just showed me a massive scar. Oh, this one's much worse. This one's here, and then the the, baby. the puncture holes where they pumped. I, so I, I, laying... I lost. I lost half my blood inside me. Jesus. Yeah. Like it's pouring out into yourself. Yeah, in between oh. my stomach sack and my abdomen. So, I mean, when you're, like, laying there praying for life and then you come out of it, then you know you want to beat this thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I was doing really well, and then I moved to L.A., and then I started hitting financial trouble, and your diet changes when you're broke. You don't, you know, when you, I, I want the freedom of being able to walk into a grocery store and get what's right for me and not what I have to eat. Okay, I got 60 bucks. How can I make this last 10 days? Hmm. You know, well, and, Jack and the, eating fast food's expensive. It's way oh, no, expensive. That, well, no, no, I know I'm saying, but like even just like a box of macaroni and cheese, and you make two meals out of that. You know, thing of sandwiches. You know, you just eat sandwich meat. Like, I went from being able to afford really good food and eat healthier and just be a lot happier to, you know, being broke and just going fuck. I've got to make two packets of lunch meat, a thing of mayonnaise, and a fucking bag of bread yeah, last last me a week, and that's shitty calories. And you can go through Taco Bell and get it's like five bucks. Yeah, but that's expensive. Like, you're not going to like what I have to say, but you can get a bag of rice and a squash and live on that for five days, too. I mean, a butternut squash? No, I know, but I, I mean, mean... it's just, like, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> but I mean... No, well, even with rice. And to be honest yeah. with you, like, I don't, I don't know how to cook rice. I was never shown how to cook rice. I, mm. I've never been... My mom, when I had my aneurysm, was the biggest first person to apologize. She's like, I fed you horribly, horrible Aww. fucking food growing up. I didn't let her feel that way. I was like, you did what you did to feed us. That's fine. I, I'm not looking at you in anger or guilt or... You know, I'm not pointing any fingers. We all make a decision, but you know, my I'm I've learned more to cook after 30 than I did the first 30. You know, my mm -hmm. mom growing up, my mom made hamburgers, macaroni and cheese, breakfast twice a week, and spaghetti on the fucking rotation. That was it. That was it. We we never ate 
Alien didn't come out of a can or wasn't microwaved or like that was 25 years of my diet. Right. So that's how you learn to and your body knows. just got tired of it. My body took a beating for 25 years and then just said, fuck it. This is your problem. Not had an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it sucks. And now I'm more willing to go into debt for food to eat more properly. And I've kind of come, I just kind of came to this conclusion. I'm like, I don't tell Visa to suck my dick. I don't care. I'll be broke. Can't get the food back. Once it's in my stomach, you know, I don't, I'm just tired of like putting every, I'm just tired of not putting my health in the forefront. And I've just kind of changed my attitude on a lot of stuff. Well, it's interesting that you're talking to me about it. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of want to talk to you about pussy, but I think it's great. Yeah, I know. What Whatever weird... you want, you know, here's the only thing. Like, okay, so. Well, it's because we have this have kind of a... weird connection. <laughs> we have a great connection. I have a friend, I though. I just have a friend that um, this conversation, I'm just going to repeat this for you because I love you. Um, after he had his embolism, I went, I was in this hospital for days and I finally walked outside and there was, it was actually beautiful. It was on the, on the side of the water. And I walked outside and I called one of my best dear friends, this woman named Janet Williams. She's the Tennessee tramp. She's a comedian. Yeah, I know Janet. Do you know Janet? Yeah, Janet's helped me so much. Janet is wise and smart and awesome and if you ever need to talk to her anybody out there she's a friend she's just a friend to anyone and, and she's got anal beads oh yeah she does and she swings them around on stage and she's like a 60 year old grandmother and she's yep. amazing but she is a no nonsense no bullshit woman well and she told me something that i think just it just rattles in my head which is you know he might not change and i was like how can't you change if you've gotten so close to the edge she said, well, people go to the, get new livers all the time and then turn up in the bar the next day. It's bigger and tougher than what we think it is. And so what that rattled in my brain, what she said, because it doesn't have as much to do with your budget or, or anything or the amount of time. It's something deeper. And so digging into that space while you're, whatever, that place where you were where you almost died, I go, I, I, that was trauma for me watching somebody who I love almost die. Very much so. I, I can't imagine not wanting to get better after that. So, no, yeah. I mean, I, I hope did. you find your way. Yeah. Cause that, I don't want to see you have another one of those. I, did, I don't want another one of those. And plus, you're on all those shitty meds that make your blood thin and it makes you cold and icky and yeah. I kind of like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, there's one thing about the blood thinners I do like is the fact that I'm always chilly. I like that. That's good for a big man. I like sweat. Well, the thing is, I've never, uh, even before, I was never like, I never sweated a shit ton. I was never a gross big guy, you know? Uh-huh. And, I, you know, I my weight's ballooned up and down, you know, my mid-20s. I was actually in good shape in my mid-20s, and then I got on the road from, like, 25 to 27. It's hard. It's hard. Working all over, you know, and then just... Well- Having no it doesn't really affect you though. Like the whole point of talking to you today wasn't this. It was because that I'm a big dude. I get I get plenty of ass and hot pussy. We haven't sat down having a conversation about health. I think in 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 a long time, and especially you know since you've been through. Because I mean, you dealt with me before you dealt with, you know, when he had his. So it's like I think so. Yeah, absolutely. It was five, four, five years ago. There was no way. So I mean. You know, and for us to kind of revisit the conversation was inevitable, even though, it, you know, but yeah, it's, I, I can't help it. I get ass. Yeah. Which is great. I love it. I like women. <laughs> I think it's great that, that, um, that I'm you're trying to, I'm moves. trying to settle down a little bit now, you know, cause you, just, you can't have just a ton of empty sex and not feel empty afterwards. 
You know, eventually you're just like, this I kid's boring. I guess I'll be figuring that out. <laughs> all right, all right. Shit. This is about me, bitch. My <laughs> problems. Not your loneliness. You got children. You hug them. I, I do. I have kids. I, no, they're you got amazing. three or two? Uh, just two. I used to have a dog, which was the third one, and a husband, which well, was the third one. Oh, yeah, you just saw, I think you just saw you had to put the dog down. Yeah, she was old. You know, it's I have to say, not been a good Chris, year for you, man. No, it Holy hasn't. shit. <laughs> Lana's getting a load. Fuck. I have to say though, if you could come back in life and have been my dog, it was a really great life. That dog. I can imagine. Had the you can You're a loving woman. You would absolutely. I would. <laughs> if if he's be- if his bed's big enough, I could love to get out of my apartment right now. I'll sleep in a fucking doghouse. Oh, in the dog's bed? I don't care. I don't care. At this I'd point. imagine where where Hoochie Mama spent the night. Can we afford blue apron? And I could feed you better than Velveeta cheese. Thank you. So you want to come? You think I can afford Velveeta? You're very you're very sweet. <laughs> I will feed you anytime. You know what, Chris? Come over to my house. I will make you a healthy, yummy meal. Sweet. That's my no, thing. I love that. It's so funny. I got like I got a couple of friends that are like that. Like, come on over. I'll make you squash. And I'm like. <laughs> That's weird. The show just came up. I got pussy over. to go get hot. Oh. Sweet pussy. I'm going to hide it in my app right oh, now. Why would I say that? That <laughs> word is so gross. I love that word. I but I've also great. used the word gash. Oh, okay. So then I'm sorry. I should have I have some hot gas. Oh, no. I got to go get. <laughs> I like the line. He's seen more gas than an ER nurse. That's a. Uh, That's a. It's, there yeah. you go. It, and it's all in your phone. Chris, how can people find you? Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter at Chris Cope Comedy, Instagram, Chris Cope Comedy, uh, Periscope. No clue. I don't Periscope. What? Uh, I don't Periscope. You don't Periscope. I did. It's I, just, it was just me smoking weed. And yeah, I was like, no, this no. is not something I'm going to get known for. No, I, I I haven't done that yet either. I haven't really gotten into it. It takes it. It's very time consuming. All these things. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, ultimately, I feel like if something else happens in my career, I can go back and do all these things. And then now they're a lot more important because I have a more of a bigger fan base. Well, there you go. Yeah, and honestly, Periscope. Who's gonna give a shit in a year about Periscope or fucking all oh, this crap? Just I don't know. Be an artist and be you. That's what I think too. Just have fun and. If you ever need jokes. a babysitter, by the way, let me know. I babysit. Really? Yeah, I watch an autistic kid, which I don't care. I, can I, I can't let a con. My kids are damaged enough without letting more comedians around them. I'm sorry. not No offense to you, but like. That's fine. No, it, I, I, it's I, just, I get that. But I mean, I am pretty even keel when it comes to like, because I mean, like I watch autistic come kids. Come and hang out with my kids anytime you How want. How old are they? Six and eight. Oh, yeah. They're perfect age. Yeah. And my son needs needs dudes to throw ball with. That's his That's thing. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, absolutely. That'd be fun. What part of town They would love you too. They would just love you. What? What part of town you live in? Just Laurel Canyon. Just up the hill. Just up the hill. Just I live near. Yeah. I told you, you can sleep in my dog's bed anytime you want. Oh, it's nice. (laughs) You can stand in Laurel Canyon. Just pat me on the back and just tell me you love me. That's all I fucking need. I do. I do. Um, no, that's great though. But yeah, I, it's funny. I, I people are shocked when they find out I deal with children. Like I, I babysit another comedian. I'm not shocked at all. Kid, he has a one year old. Which that was the last time I watched him. Uh, literally, his dad texted me, "Hey man, I'm like three lights away. See you in five. Great. You know, it's the end of the day." As soon as my phone went off of that text, his little baby turns at me, gives me the stink eye, and just and starts crying. No shitting. Just. <laughs> And just, I mean, like, looking through me, like, trying to give me the thousand miles. Was he wearing a diaper, of course. Yeah, I'll fill the thing up. And then as soon as Dad walks in, goes, can you get that before you head out the door? And I'm like, it's part of my goddamn job. We'll change a child. You know? Right. But yeah, I have, oh, man, he shits a lot. The kid does. Yeah, it's fine, though. I have no problems. That's what they do. That's pretty much what they do all day. And they like to fight you on it while you're doing it. I'm like, could you just let me wipe your ass and put your blanket or your diaper on, young man? Like, 
oh, you think this is hilarious. You're not my child, you know? Right. No, I know when, when you have, I, I actually never changed a diaper until I had my own kid. Never had. Really? Yeah, it was, yeah. And But when you have your own, it really doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it's your child. Yeah. Points. I mean, I, There's I, like I, a four-year window pretty much that I had some form of body fluid on me at all times. Pretty much. And that was before your kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Perfect 10. Tune in next week. We'll have more fun stuff for you. And um, hit us up online. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Lana Turner. Check you out later. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect 10. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well... You get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.